You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and the brand new podcasting app, Himalaya. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Thursday, a day that ends in Y, where the Los Angeles Lakers still don't have a head coach after things fell apart with Tyron Lue late yesterday evening. We'll make jokes about that in the second segment of this podcast, as well as give you a, a quick update on Aaron Nelson coming over to lead the training staff. We've got an official job title for him. And then we're going to have some updates from the NBA Combine and the Lottery, who's representing the Pelicans and some names invited to the NBA Combine that if you're local here in Louisiana, you might be familiar with. And before we get to all of that stuff, we're going to do the season in review for Christian Wood. So let's dive into it in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. So before we get to Christian Wood and his season in review, when you get in your car in the morning, don't forget to tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Pelicans for the latest episode. So Christian Wood kind of coming out of nowhere, not quite a journeyman in the NBA, but a guy who's been in the league for four years, or has been a pro for four years, I should say, has been in the NBA for three of those four years, spending one other year fully in the G League in 2017-2018, so last season, not this most recent one. Before that, had been with Philly, playing in a handful of games. Then Charlotte playing a handful of games. And then starting out with Milwaukee this season playing a handful of games before being waived just because there was just no front court minutes for him to play, especially after the trade of Nikola Mirotic up there from New Orleans, coincidentally or ironically, whatever word you want to use for it. So Christian Wood... Kind of surprising. This is a guy who uh, started or played in his first game for the Pelicans on March 24th. So his season lasted about a total of three weeks or so, eight games with two starts. And in those eight games, this is a dude who averaged 16.9 points per game and 7.9 rebounds. You know, I don't really think that you want to put too much stock into eight games at the end of a season on a bad team where someone had to score. And all of a sudden, this is a guy who went from playing barely over nine minutes per game in his career in the NBA to playing 23.6. But you know what? This was probably higher than what the reasonable expectations we would have set for him were. So this is pretty good. And if you extrapolate that out to per 36 minutes, this is a dude who was averaging 25.7 points per game alongside exactly 12 rebounds. Not too bad. He's also got some range from the three-point line. We saw him take a number of threes, make some of those threes too, though he did shoot just over 28% from deep, but did shoot 53.3% from the field. So when you kind of look at it like that compared to you know what he is, it's not horrible, really. It's not anything that you're going to be like, oh, this dude's going to be a starter next year. If he's starting for the Pelicans, we have a problem here in New Orleans. But for a guy who's on a veteran minimum deal, similar to the one that Jaleel Okafor signed, we'll do Jaleel Okafor's season in review soon as well. It's pretty good 
for a guy who's basically making 1.4 million this year with an option on the, for a team option for about 1.7 million next year. Yeah, this is okay production for that value. Now the Pelicans might have too many front court players next season, particularly if Anthony Davis comes back, though I'm not necessarily going to count on that. But pretty good, and it showed that he does belong at least in the NBA, and if he can develop a consistent jump shot and stretch his game out to the three-point line, he's going to be able to contribute. He's got a lot of energy. He's got very good size for that 4-5 roll front court guy at 6'10". Decent strength. I think this is a guy who can be in the league. Not anything more than a rotation player, spot starter, maybe an emergency situation due to injuries. But overall, Pretty happy with the guy who's kind of bounced around the league, had only played a handful of NBA games going into this season, and then got some starts, got eight games of pretty good run, and was just impressive during that time. In his second game with the Pelicans, the guy put up over 20 points. It was 23.9 rebounds, six block performance. That's pretty good. He also put up 26 and 12 against the Warriors. These are actual NBA numbers and things that people do, so I think this is pretty good. So overall, pretty happy with Christian Wood, his season in review, and the production he gave this team. So the Pelicans made a hiring announcement yesterday for the position that Aaron Nelson is taking over. I'm going to give you his job title in a minute, and it kind of gives us some insight into what he's going to be doing with the team. But man, if there's anything we've learned since David Griffin's taking over, it is that hiring is difficult. Whether you're filling out a front office or maybe you just need some good referees on your football field that call pass freaking interference, hiring is very challenging it takes too long, you get too many just bad applicants, and you can't even have the time to shift through and find those qualified ones. But you know what? ZipRecruiter makes it easy, and the best way to get involved with them is heading over to ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans through thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and then invite them to apply for your job. Instead of hiring an expensive headhunting firm, ZipRecruiter is doing it for you, making it even easier and saving you money. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that 80%, 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So the Pelicans made it official, hiring Aaron Nelson from the Phoenix Suns to be, and I've said job titles aren't that important. You want to look at kind of what they do more than anything else. But he has officially been unveiled as the vice president of player care and performance. 
There's a lofty goal right there. David Griffin in the PR email has got a quote here that I'm going to read to you, and it reads, quote, We are thrilled to add someone of Aaron's caliber to our team. More importantly, Aaron brings a human element to the organization that we value, value just as much. In his new role, Aaron will oversee our team's injury prevention, rehabilitation, and athlete performance and recovery programs. We look forward to adding his years of experience, knowledge, and leadership to our medical staff, end quote. Basically, this is the guy who everyone has thought has been the best in the NBA for something like close to 20 years now. And the Suns wanted to restructure everything, kind of cast him aside. Great for the Pelicans. This is the addition that might kind of have a bigger impact on their win total next season more than anywhere else. He's prolonged the careers of some of the greatest players, including Steve Nash, MVP, Shaquille O'Neal, former MVP as well, alongside Grant Hill. He's been named the Athletic Trainer of the Year back in 2009 and is basically running the show on all of that here in New Orleans. Not team doctor, not going to be diagnosing injuries, anything like that. We're still waiting to see if that gets overhauled or changed. But right now, Aaron Nelson hired as the Vice President of Player Care and performance. So pretty cool to see. So that's kind of the big news there. Other news around the league. We're going to cover three things in this segment here. That was the first one. Second one, Tyron Lue, not going to be the Los Angeles Lakers coach. Seems like they kind of just hit a wall between the two sides at the last minute, showing the Lakers still a laughing stock. They, they, their brass-making decision was torn between Tyron Lue and Monty Williams, and it sounds like the people who wanted Tyron Lue kind of stalled the process out so that Monty Williams took the Phoenix Suns job, so all of a sudden it was just unanimous. They had to go after Tyron Lue, and those people got their way by just stalling which I guess is an effective tactic here. And then they lowballed him. This guy, so straight up, I don't actually know if Tyron Lue is a good NBA coach or not. He might be, he might not be, because when he won the title, it was with, it was with LeBron James. That does a lot for you and can make you look better than maybe you are. But he did win an NBA title as a head coach, and that's saying something. And then the Lakers came in and offered him a three-year deal, $18 million, Six million a year, pretty good, I'd say. He probably wants a little bit more than that, probably closer to seven or eight. But overall, I don't think it was the money. I think it was the lack of years. They gave an unproven head coach in Luke Walton a five-year deal. And after he was kind of ousted, you're only going to give his replacement a three-year deal, let alone a guy with more experience and the better track record and who has an NBA title. That didn't sit well with Lou, and it makes a lot of sense. They're also trying to push Jason Kidd to be his lead assistant. Jason Kidd, who is known as a pretty conniving person and feels like he would backstab Lou to take that head coaching job if the opportunity arose for him to do so, partially because he interviewed to be the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers not ideal. And Tyron Lue's gone through this. He interviewed with the Cavaliers originally to be their head coach, and they ended up giving that job to David Blatt and then hired Tyron Lue to be the lead assistant. And then they fired David Blatt and who replaced him? Tyron Lue, the lead assistant. I think he's seen that this, how it goes firsthand, doesn't want to enter in that situation. If you're Tyron Lue, good move. I don't know if he's a, head, a good head coach, and it's not like teams were beaten down the door to try and get him and make him the head coach of their team. But it's saying, you know, saying something from both sides of this. Again, not sure if he's a good coach 
either way. But certainly a bit of a surprise that this didn't end up coming to fruition. And now they're reopening their coaching search. And then finally, just briefly, the lottery is next week, next Tuesday night. We now know who's going to be representing the New Orleans Pelicans on stage where they have kind of a figurehead for each franchise. You're going to see Alvin Gentry up there representing the team in the locked room where they actually do the lottery. That is going to be where David Griffin will be sequestered away. So those are your two lottery reps for the Pelicans coming up next week. So obviously a lot going on with the Pelicans and the playoffs in general when I'm recording this. It looks like Boston's about to get bounced out of the second round, losing to Milwaukee 4-1, to one, um, which what are the impacts of that then maybe on the Anthony Davis trade sweepstakes? And we talked a bit about it yesterday, but there's more to it than just it won't be free agency that affects it. So if you want to keep up with everything Pelicans, don't forget to download the Himalaya podcast app and subscribe to Locked on Pelicans through that. Go to your app store, download Himalaya and start getting their personally curated playlist to give you the content that you want to listen to. There are a ton of podcasts out there. Himalaya makes it easier to find the ones that matter to you and you can subscribe to the Locked On Pelicans podcast. So with the lottery next week and then the NBA draft about a month after that, we've got the combine sandwiched in between that and that's when we're going to get the first look at some of these players. The combine on May 16th and 17th is going to be televised on ESPN2 if you want to tune into some of that. And they announced the combine invitee list um, yesterday as well. If you're local here in Louisiana, there's two LSU names on that list. You've got Naz Reed and Tremont Waters. Waters is expected to kind of go undrafted. He's at least in there, um, in the mix on everything. But Naz Reed definitely has a chance to be drafted. And he's a guy that's going to be somewhere maybe in the mid-second round. So somewhere between picks, say, 40 to 50 or 40 to 60, somewhere in that range. And he's the 6'10 center who is a freshman. Bit of an interesting prospect because he's got some range. And for big men who can shoot, that is a very good thing. It also makes him tougher to defend. His centers really don't know what to do out there. Shows a little bit of um, upside defensively, not a ton though. Um, and this is the type of guy who could just kind of be a bench big, which is why he's going to go in um, the middle of the second round. Doesn't stand out particularly in any other capacity. He just kind of does a few things really well, which if you need a guy to soak up 10 minutes who 6'10 can, you know, breathe and chew gum at the same time, you probably have a spot in the NBA. And so Naz Reed does from LSU. I expect him to be the guy of the six that they have who declared for the draft to be the one that does get drafted going into next season. Um, and he averaged 13.6 points per game, 7.2 rebounds, and a little over 27 minutes. Not too bad from a freshman out there. Uh, and that's kind of really the most important news from that. The combine, by the way, if you want to know how that works, they go through shooting, strength, and agility drills. And then they play a number of five-on-five games. The top players tend to not play in those five-on-five games, whether it's risk of injury or they just don't want their stock to go down, but they get the measurables done. It's kind of like a QB who's going to go run the 40 and do some of these other things but not throw at the combine because for the top prospects, it's likely just going to hurt more than it helps. No need for these guys to kind of maybe impact their draft stock in a negative way. But LSU's got two people in there, none from Tulane, no surprise there. But at least LSU's got two, so the Louisiana contingent going to be representing. 
So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Pelicans. Don't forget, subscribe to the podcast through the Himalaya podcast app. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Pelicans. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all tomorrow.